Now, here is a more typical question. You know, many of us have had uh, fears about speaking in public or fears about what others will think. Well, a young woman, a woman asked me this question. She's 13 years old, and her name is Tracy. Dear Dr. Kenner, okay, so I'm 13. I go to a middle school. I have very few friends, and people seem to think that I am very weird and unfriendly. I get about 98 to 100% in every class, 95% in athletics, and for some reason, people seem to think that I am better than them when I don't think that. I just keep to myself in my circle of friends. I also don't like to call strangers, restaurants, etc. on the phone. I have a huge fear of bugs, moths, spiders, and other bugs, and I'm a tiny bit afraid of the dark when I'm outside of my own home. To the problem, whenever I get a question wrong in class, or a teacher has a talk with me about social problems, or I get lost in the hallways and end up late for a class, I cry. I can't stop crying, and that just brings teachers to bug me more and me to cry more. Then I get bullied for being a crybaby. I don't want to cry, and I'm not trying to get attention. I know it's excessive and unnecessary, and I try to stop. I bite my tongue, and I cover my face to try not to draw attention to myself. And I still can't stop crying. It lasts for about 15 minutes each time. What is wrong with me? Is it an anxiety disorder or what? How can I get rid of it or at least control it so I don't cry and I'm not as shy? Tracy. Tracy, I hear some incredible motivation that you have. And the fact that you're able to even name an anxiety disorder is helpful. It is called a social anxiety disorder. But when you put it in the category of a disorder, that doesn't mean that there aren't any solutions for it. Of course there are solutions. And you don't know how much comfort you have. One of the biggest fears people have is not fear of dying, but fear of speaking in public, fear of being humiliated, fear of being embarrassed, fear of what others think of them. And you certainly can attain the skills, obtain the skills to get over this. So I'm going to do a few things right off the bat. First, I'm going to give you the name of a book you can get as a to jumpstart yourself, because it sounds like you're motivated. I'm going to give you a website you can go to, to find a cognitive therapist and read up about social anxiety on the website. Then I'm going to jump in and give you a few skills. So the book is 10 Simple Solutions to Shyness, How to Overcome Shyness, Social Anxiety, and Fear of Public Speaking, a very good introductory book by Martin Antony. A-N-T-O-N-Y. And the website is theacademyofct.org. And you can go to my website, drkenner.com, if you uh, want to, uh, if you remember, forget the name of that website, that may help you out. So what to do? Okay. Uh, people often feel that way. They feel very vulnerable when they've been bullied throughout their life, maybe by a parent, or maybe you've been in an embarrassing situation, or maybe a parent has told you repeatedly, you've got to make a good impression, you've got to make a good impression. You didn't get an A in class, why didn't you get an A? You've got to be able to loosen those standards for yourself. It is fabulous to get an A in class and, and to do well in school because you enjoy the subject, but not because you're afraid of what your parents or other people may think of you. That's the wrong motivation. All that does is 
put you in a torture chamber for life. So I love that you do well in school, but it would be wonderful if you could liberate yourself and do well because you enjoy the subject, it's the matter itself, and can loosen that those perfectionist standards. The second is that you can't deal with all of your um, fears at once. So pick one. And it seems like the most important one is your crying. That's the one that causes you the, or that's the one you spoke about most and that causes you the most embarrassment. So figure out how you would deal with a best friend if she cried. Would you be hard on her? You would not be hard on her. You would say, take it easy. Maybe people aren't thinking that badly of you. Uh, you need to be able to challenge, identify your negative thoughts and to challenge them. And so you need to be able to do that, and that's why I recommend cognitive therapy. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. You can pick up the phone and give me a call right now. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, and visit my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels. And I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.